Good evening and welcome to episode three of Error in My Code. If you have made it this far, I truly appreciate your support. This episode is very special to me because it features a very good friend of mine that I have known for almost 10 years now. Um, We grew up playing ice hockey together and that's what this episode kind of touches on is playing sports as a child and adolescence whether you played it as a kid um, or if you went on to play it in middle school and high school. We talk about how sports really shape your life as a kid. If you embody that sport and you know you want to grow up and play it professionally, it does a lot to you and it really changes your personality around that sport. So this whole episode touches on that. We bounce memories off each other and have a good talk. So I hope you guys truly enjoy it. And again, thank you, Alex, for being a part of it. Hey guys, just a little heads up before you listen to the episode. Um, Just a reminder, we did do it over a Zoom call. He does still live in Arizona and I, of course, live in Virginia. So um, it is a little choppy in some places and there's tad moments of silence. There's nothing wrong with your phone. Um, It'll keep playing, I promise. Um, I appreciate your guys' patience, but I just wanted to let you know. Um, You know what? So obviously you and I go way back to uh, God, I want to say 2015, 2016-ish era, uh, we played hockey together, but one thing I've kind of always wanted to pick your brain on a little bit was, tell me a little bit about, I guess, your introduction to co-ed hockey and, you know, what was it about the sport that really, like, I guess, appealed to you? So my family was born and raised in Lake Michigan. So hockey was a huge just thing for me growing up. I learned to ice skate as soon as I could walk. Um, But my mom always kind of taught me that it was just like a really tough sport and you really had to be like a tough person to be able to play the sport. Um, So I started skating. I was skating my entire life. And then I started playing when I was about three or four and just kind of stayed in the house league never really like went above that but it was always co-ed there was never really like especially that young I mean that was 2003 2004 five ish um there wasn't very many like little girls teams like there was maybe like one to two girls per team but there was never really a full like girls team being that young and I mean as time progressed on of course there were female teams but it was always really co-ed for me um I played all the way up until high school all the way up until my sophomore year of high school. And there was still only, I think, what, like three, four girls on that co-ed team. So, yeah, and then none of them really followed through with it. One of them went to college for it. Um, I did, or I got offers to go to college for it and just kind of. Um, and with that being said, I mean, mm-hmm. when I got offered the college hockey like offers to go play college um they were all girls teams if you get offered by a college to go play hockey for them if they have a boys team you are not allowed to play on the boys team you have to be on the girls team and that was a huge I think like um factor for me that's one of the huge reasons why I didn't end up going was because I wanted to play with the guys because that's all I knew I felt like being on a team with all females was not really like what I was used to and I felt like the game was different um when it came to being all girls but I guess everyone has a different like view on that whether the sport should be played with like all females or all males and like having them combined and you know talk to me a little bit about how the guys kind of receptive to you uh, I mean obviously you're one of four which uh, 
most teams are usually just like maybe you have one or two females, uh, especially in Arizona where we grew up, it seemed like, or, you know, it was mostly just all guys teams and there were, you know, maybe less than a dozen girls in the league. So, you know, what was it kind of like for you being, I guess, maybe part of, uh, you know, just a select few that actually were out there lacing them up with the guys? I think that we got looked at very differently, um, especially in Arizona. No one really thinks that there's hockey in Arizona in general. Um, when mm-hmm. I moved to California, they were like, wait, you played hockey in Arizona, like in the desert. And I was like, actually, I lived in the mountains. So, mm-hmm. um, but all the girls, and it's funny because we all kind of knew each other. Like we all knew like mm-hmm. who was on each team and stuff like that. There were a couple female teams that like tried to be in the league, but it never really seemed to work out for them. Um, I remember when I was playing the house team, um, we had the, oh God, the She-Wolves. We had the oh She-Wolves come. Yeah, man. Core memory unlocked. The- wow. I forgot <laughs> about them. We had the She-Wolves come and play us down in Flagstaff. And I just remember the guys just acting really weird about it. Cause it was, it wasn't like an official game, but it was just kind of helping like the other girl team kind of like get known and like be ready to like play up like with other teams. And I remember our coach shitting us down and being like, Hey, you guys got to go easy. You can't hit as hard. You guys got to just kind of keep your heads up and don't be like too aggressive. And I thought that was very interesting because that's not really a speech you give before a hockey game. You know, everyone knows that hockey, Everyone knows that hockey is so just balls out, balls to the wall, you know, like you don't right. really like go easy and stuff like that. So I think that was my first interaction with like an all girls team. Mm-hmm. And that really set the stone for me, if that makes sense of like not wanting to play with girls because I didn't want to be looked at like that. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to be looked at. Oh, she's a girl. Like I have to go easy on her. Um And the guys definitely didn't. The guys, I mean, when we were all playing on the each team knew who was coming when we were coming, you know, like your guys' team was my favorite, of course, because all of you guys were friends of mine. But at the same time, there were other teams that hated us. You know, I had guys realize like, oh, she's a girl. Like, she's not going to do anything. She's not a threat, you know? And I always just, it, it was depending on the team. It depended on the mm-hmm. team as how y'all treated us. But mm-hmm. yeah, very, very interesting experience for sure. Yeah, definitely interesting. I, I like the point you kind of brought up about how your coach kind of gave like the anti-Herb Brooks speech of, you know, go out there and take it uh, instead of, you know, go out there and be nice and, you know, let's, you know, just focus on passing and shooting as opposed to, you know, putting each other through the glass and whatnot. Um, but, you know, I, I'm curious, I think you brought up like a valid point. You know, I think that you uh, honestly, I think you're kind of the anomaly in a sense where you liked the physicality, you liked the challenge. Am I kind of right in that regard? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, like, my mom just raised me that way, you know? Like, I wasn't – I liked being the only girl, but at the same time, like, I didn't want to be viewed as a girl. I mean, for my whole high school, like, career, I would, like, braid my hair and stick it into the back of my helmet so, like, guys didn't realize I was a female. So guys, like, didn't realize that, like, they were playing against me until they, like, came face-to-face with me and realized, like, I was, like, a female. Um but I liked it. I liked the physicality. I didn't run away from being hit. You know, if people hit me, you know, sometimes I wasn't big enough to be able to take it, to be honest, because, you know, you guys are huge when you're in high school, you know, but um, and I was a little bit smaller. That's why I had to start going to the gym more. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely didn't shy away from it. But the fact that I had to hide that I was a female so that everyone would play equally mm-hmm. with me, you know. 
Yeah, that's true. I honestly didn't even like realize you were out there half the time I, until like I would actually like see five eight on your sweater, or I can't remember. Didn't you used to like put different colored tape on your stick or something like that? I, yeah, it's all yeah. kind of a blur of those days. I don't <laughs> know if it's a suppressed memory or if it's just too many bumps to the noggin. But like those days are all kind of like a blur, like kind of just stuffed into a chapter of my life. I guess these days. Same man. Yeah. Same mm -hmm. at this point. You know, as us being in high school too, like just like any pro or like any high school slash college athlete, you really think that's going to be your life. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of us really, really want to go towards it and like pursue it and see if we can have a life like cool and be, you know, like an NHL player, an NFL player, whatever. But sadly, that's a thought that really falls short for most people. But that's another thing too, is you have to think about the difference between guy sports and girl sports is guys have more of an opportunity in all sports to go above and beyond. Like with females, I wasn't about to be the first woman in the NHL. You know, I knew that truly deep down. And I mean, that's pretty much what stopped me in the end was because I could either go play for the, uh, you know, Olympic team, or I could just not really go anywhere and just be like a, a, like an athlete. I wasn't about to be a pro athlete. And that's kind of what's interesting to me nowadays is like females in the pro world versus men in the pro world. Everything is so split and so different. Um, the pay is different. The attitudes are different. The way people look at them are different. All of it is just so, yeah, it's just so, I don't know the word, like divided, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But Absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, you said, you know, it's a suppressed memory for you. I mean, a lot of guys I know still, you know, project that they played hockey and like, oh, I was a star in high school, da, da, da. Like, why do you think that for you, you decided to suppress it and like keep it up even through like beer league or something like that uh I, I was honestly me personally yeah like I think it was just you know for me it was something I enjoyed for so long and just kind of like slowly stopped loving it and I just kind of held out hope for a while it's like kind of just being in like a draining relationship I guess would be the best equation I can give to like the common people is just, I, I was hoping that I would fall in love with the sport again. You know, I got new gear. I got, you know, uh, I would play for different teams. I would hang out with my, one of my best friends, Jerry, uh, after every game. And those were, you know, some fond memories, but just that the thought of going to the rink, gearing up, it eventually started to feel like my job, like, and not in a good way. It was like being stuck at this dead end job, just knowing you're not going to go anywhere with it, it to me personally. Um, and I just kind of started to feel like when I would pull up to the rink, open my trunk and throw that bag over my shoulder and throw those pads over my shoulder. I was a goalie for new listeners who don't know anything about me. Um, yeah. Um, so the best uh, goalie, the best goalie for all. Oh, the oh far the from it. Uh, it's funny <laughs> that you mentioned like, Oh no, far from it. It's funny how you mentioned like, uh, people like touting, you know, I played hockey back in the day. And I was the best. I'm actually the opposite. I like openly tell people I sucked, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> because I was in denial for so long. Like, no, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. I swear. I was good at one point in time. Now it's like, yeah, no, I was horrible. I, <laughs> I, I should have quit earlier. I should have known when it was time to quit and just like gone off and done something else. But for a long time, it, it's like you said earlier, you know, that was the big chapter of my life. I transferred high schools for hockey. I, I pretty much only hung out with my teammates um, 
it, it really absorbed my life. I wore my uh, pretty much my high school hockey team hoodie almost every day. Uh, or when I wasn't wearing that, I was wearing some sort of hockey regalia. It was like, you know, a Capitals hat or uh, Coyotes jerseys or what have you. Um, it was such a huge part of my life personally. And, you know, I, I think once it just kind of started to like crumble and I wasn't playing at the level I once was, you know, uh, I wasn't having the uh, 38 out of 39 save games or the shutouts or, you know, the uh, being a, a key backstop in a tight 2-1-3-1 victory. Uh, that's when it just kind of like really started to affect me personally. And I was just like, you know what, maybe it's just, it's time to walk away. And I think of it, I eventually just got to a point in beer league where I just, like I was saying earlier, I got to a point where I was just, I'd throw my bag over my shoulder. I'd throw my pads over my shoulder and just walking into the rink. It felt like I was just clocking in for the worst job of my life. Uh, you know, I almost felt like the same sense of anxiety that I felt when I was working my first job ever and just you know all instead of going to the rink and thinking you know I'm gonna see my friends and we're gonna have fun you know we might beat the heck out of whoever we're playing you know like the games you and I would play together I get the most psyched up for because I'm like yo I'm playing Allie I lose this game I'm never gonna hear the end of it so <laughs> then it, eventually it got to the point where I was like oh man I'm playing Jerry Jerry's really good if he wins I'm really never gonna hear the end of it yeah i still won't ever hear the end of it he loves to tell me we're star wars nerds he goes you know it's funny how you were once the master and i was the padawan and now the tables have turned (laughs) um yeah anyway so uh you know but just that that sense of just excitement kind of went away like i would i became such like a creature of habit i felt like i just was so superstitious so in my head and instead of like visualizing saves, I felt like I would kind of close my eyes and I could just kind of already start to see the puck trickle by me. And I'm like, how do I fight this? Instead of thinking, how do I stop the puck? I'm thinking, how do I prevent the goal? And that really, I think, just kind of got me so deep into my psyche and into my head that I was just personally, I was done. And it re- really, once I took a step away from the game and kind of looked hard in the mirror, and I'm like, who am I? What have I done with my life? Who do I want to be? I really realized that, you know what? Hockey is not in the fold for where I want to be in a few years. You know, I did soul searching. I got into being a writer. I'd always liked writing, um, discovered the field of journalism and kind of really didn't look back. I played like one more time just to see if I still liked it. And turns out I didn't. Um, Beer League's just also a different animal in and of itself. Like, nothing sucks worse than playing hockey at 11 o'clock at night knowing you gotta work the next morning yeah so, yeah uh, and I like my sleep I'll be honest with you that's probably like number one priority in my life is how can I get my eight hours of sleep each night <laughs> um but uh yeah um kind of like once that all started happening I was just like you know what let me just see what life is like after hockey and I can't complain you know I'm I, I feel like I, I've had my moments, but genuinely have been happier since I stepped away from the rink. What about you? I don't even, you haven't played in a while either, have you? No, and I mean, that's the thing too, is if you think about it, like how you're talking about how it mm. kind of came, it became a job to you and stuff like that. I think a mm. lot of, you know, school athletes, it does become a job because you envision it as your future job, you know, like, like mm-hmm. I said before, you think that you're going to go 
you know, big time and you're going to make it, but eventually it just becomes very tiring. And I loved hockey very much. And, but I, I deep down knew that nothing was really going to happen for me. And I think that a lot of athletes like young child athletes, but they have a lot of like, I feel like support. I feel like, you know, a family really either supports someone playing a sport or they don't. And if you have a family behind you that really supports you and pushes you, makes the world. I mean, I see people back in Monterey that, you know, I saw playing like softball and track and stuff in high school. And then they just, their families were super supportive. They were at every game, everything like that. And so the person kind of just ran with it and kept going, made it to college, you know, possible pro, et cetera, et cetera. But sports as like a topic in itself is really interesting to think about because it's, it's just like you said, it's people's entire lives. You know, mm-hmm. we used to go to school dressed up, ready for the game. We tell <laughs> everyone about our games. We'd always wear our team attire. Like we were always ready. Mm-hmm. We were always, it was like our, it was our soul. It was our spirit. It was our personality. Like mm-hmm. a lot of sports people, it's like our entire personality. Like we play hockey. That's it. Like mm-hmm. you, everyone knew us as the hockey players, everyone knew us as, you know, mm-hmm. football, basketball whatever you know who's who by walking down the hallway and just like Mm -hmm. how you said you know you used to eat with all the boys and stuff like that I always knew how to find y'all because you guys were always together you know and you guys (laughs) might have you lived two and a half three hours away but I could call one of you and the other one would be right there you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. sports is a huge thing but with me I tried Mm -hmm. my best I think it made me feel included being on a team, mm-hmm. but I also liked being unique and being the only female, you know? And mm-hmm. like, of course, like I said, there were the other girls, but like, I was just different. I was just built different. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Hockey kind of gotten taken from me when I moved from Arizona to California because, you know, I played up until sophomore year. I played like half of my sophomore year of high school and then we moved and my closest ice rink back home or my closest ice rink back home was 15 minutes away. When we moved to California, it was an hour. And I remember the first month of us moving to California, I begged my mom to let me go try out for a team. (laughs) None of the guy teams wanted to let me try out. They're like, nah, we're too far into the season. Sorry, maybe next season. And I was so upset because I was already like so into it. (laughs) So there was this one girl's team that allowed me to try out for them. And they were like, yeah, like we'll gladly take you, da-da-da. And then they laid out all the like obligations. Like every two weeks we go out of state to play an away game. You have to be at the rink, blah, blah, blah. Like Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like sports just engulf your life. And I remember, I mean, when we were playing in high school, I had practice every morning at 6 a.m. before school. So I'd come to high school soaking wet after being in a shower, barely making it to class on time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just took apart. It's just was so big and such a part of our lives but when it got taken from me my mom I got offered the team but my mom was like I can't drive you here and or each way three times a week plus pay for your expensive that's why you really need like your family to be supportive and you and if you don't like you're not really gonna go anywhere you know and so like my soul pretty much taken from me because I'd been playing hockey since I was four years old um but it definitely changed my life and I mean I tried to stick with it as much as possible you know I tried to find a place I could skate um I tried to skate and I tried to keep it in my system as much as I could and I just ended up like slightly giving up 
And then my senior year of high school, um, I got college offers to go play, even though I hadn't played in two years, I was still like good enough, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, to even try, I mean, a couple colleges flew me out, saw how I skated, you know, offered me the job, but or job offered me the positions. <laughs> but again, mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go, your job, right? Right. Ah, but, clocking in for another shift, man. <laughs> but it was just they were all girl teams, and I was like, I can't do it. And nothing against girl hockey players, you know, they're great. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just as badass as I ever was, you know. But right. I just couldn't do it. So, mm -hmm. and then later, yeah. you know, I got that job with the Sharks, which was insane. And that was kind of me living out a silent dream, you know, right. but besides that, I mean, just sports, it's a part of your life and mm -hmm. a huge part of your life when you're a kid, if you choose to go that route and then it kind of just gets taken from you, you know, none of us make it mm -hmm. like the top, like maybe 5% make it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, just out of curiosity, what colleges were looking at you? Like, I don't think I ever heard about that story. So GCU wanted me really bad. They flew me out there. They like flew out a group of Bay Area kids. Each each kid wanted to mm -hmm. do something. Um, and they flew us out there. We like stayed on campus for a night. It was super cool. Um, so they wanted me. They had a girls and boys team, but the girls, it was their first year girls team. Mm -hmm. And so like it was kind of like a trial run. Um, mm -hmm. So again, I kind of really didn't want to. And then I also asked them because I was playing lacrosse at the time because hockey was taken from me. So I went and played lacrosse in high school in California, which mm -hmm. was like just pretty much like field hockey in a way. Um, right. But it was just as aggressive. And luckily for that, I was the only girl on the lacrosse team because it was a boys team. Um, GCU looked at me. ASU had their girls team. But the ASU team was really well known. And mm -hmm. I just again, man, it was the girls team. It was the girls mm -hmm. team. I right. tried out for or I asked. um I put in an application for Michigan State. I would have went and played for Michigan State, bro. If they wanted me, if they're like, yo, come play hockey for us, I'd been like, done. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. But, um, I, I get it. Yeah, so I just chose. And I mean, GCU didn't have anything really else to offer me. They're they had a huge like nursing program, but me being into graphic arts, their graphics building was tiny, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's kind of pointless for me. But right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, I considered playing there at one point in my life too, but. Uh, kind of happy I went to ASU instead like nothing against GCU just a journalism school ASU is like top ranked in the nation um GCU yeah. I'm not even sure has anything I think you just major in like communications or anything like that so you know different right. strokes for different folks as long as you get your education you get your degree uh no one really cares um we just it just becomes like a source of office banter honestly literally going to college right. that's pretty much all it is now to be honest yeah. It's just, you know, you get a you get a degree for certain things, but I feel like most people now don't even feel like the need to go. So mm -hmm. I get sure. it. Mm -hmm. It's funny, like just on the topic of like club sports, you know, it's it's weird. Like there's a guy I work with who played club baseball at ASU. And like, I honestly never would know it about the guy if he had never brought it up to me. Uh, he was like, like, I just kind of like randomly, he showed me a picture one day. He was like, oh yeah this is my grad photo there's me and my baseball jersey like wait you play baseball at ASU he goes club not uh D1 I'm like that's still cool as heck man yeah that's like yeah. cool that you're like so humble about it because I feel like if I would have played club sports anywhere that would have been shoot that would have still <laughs> been my personality all these years later god I don't even want to think about the human I would have been then <laughs> see and that's the thing too is if you really think about it like all of us again embodied it as kids and then yeah. we grew up we went to college we got jobs and like some mm -hmm. people still embody it you know like there's the guys that go play softball league on the weekends with their buddies like there's sure. those guys 
-hmm. but but then there's us that are kind of just closet unless you ask you know like Mm -hmm. we don't go yelling to people oh i played hockey bro like i'm Mm -hmm. cool like i played hockey you know like of course, mm-hmm. like someone like me that's covered in hockey tattoos, but <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just for storytelling, you know, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how none yeah. of us make it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny now, like in the office that I work in, like I, I don't even tell most people until it just randomly comes up. Like I'll just be watching hockey on TV and they'll just be like, you know, oh, how's the game going? I go, oh, it's going decent. But this goalie, you know, right here, uh, their lateral movement's a little slow. They're like, how do you know that? I'm like. I used to play what position goalie. They're like, really you? I go, yeah. They're like, you're so normal. I go, Oh, you do not know me that well then. If you only knew bro. If you only knew. (laughs) Really? I fooled you. (laughs) That actually true story. That did happen. One guy in the office, he goes, wow, you're, you're a goalie. You seem so normal. I go, wow. I fooled one person. But like, that's the thing is I wish like if obviously time machines are probably never ever going to happen because it's just an impossible thing to compute but i just wish like if i could give any <laughs> advice to younger me there's more to life than the sport man you know who cares if people make fun of you for wearing an emo band tee do it man show yeah. people that there's more to you than just your extra your one semi-interesting extracurricular activity you know yeah that's, that's the one thing i wish i would have done like and that's something that i kind of did even before i met you like it's really funny how like I personally have almost gone like full circle like middle school was wearing band tees chucks uh and some sort of a jacket got really into hockey and it just like shed all that nothing but like wore my wore the fact that I'm a hockey player on my sleeve literally and figuratively uh pretty much never wore another band tee and then just like eventually once I kind of just like went on like my uh once I kind of just abandoned the game and kind of just like started looking inward at myself, I'm like, you know what? When hockey sucked, what did I do? I listened to music. When I've had a bad day, I've listened to music. When I'm, you know, hyped and having a good time and, you know, ready to uh, get in jazz to go hang out with friends, music. So I'm just like, you know what? After I kind of realized, I'm like, you know what? I really want nothing to do with sports. I'm like, well, what's the other thing I love more than that? I'm like, duh, music. And like, that's something I want to encourage people is like, it's cool to play a sport. It's cool to, if you're doing that right now, for anyone listening, if you're involved in like some sort of extracurricular and like, there's people that kind of harass you for uh, having a, a quirky interest or anything like that. Don't listen to them. Embrace that. That's cool. And if people don't see that, then that's their loss, you know, cause you can really be, both sides of the coin you can be weird and you can be an athlete like heck some of the most talented dudes I knew in hockey were some of the weirdest dudes I've ever met in my life (laughs) yeah I preach to that man you know not like me who was just you know uh, I guess kind of a a goofball but uh, also happened to play a sport like I'm talking like dudes who like would just sit in the locker room in silence like pro sports example Corey Perry like that dude is just like an anomaly like he, you look at him in interviews he's quiet he if you see like behind the scenes footage of him he like has all these weird rituals and then he goes on the ice and dominates and then you know goes back into being kind of a, an interesting character if you will when he gets off the ice yeah yeah and I mean that's the thing too which is good and I I love that advice is that 
you don't always have to be one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to just like you said, you know, and I remember people yeah. bullying you. I remember I remember them being like, oh, Gally's weird. Oh, Alex this, Alex that, you know what I mean? And I'm like, how though? Like, why is he weird? Just because he's not like you guys Mm -hmm. that are just trying to like see girls naked and like do this stuff and like do weird stuff, you know, like you were the normal one that treated me with respect, just like another, you know, player instead of trying to get my pants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. it's, it was, mm-hmm. you didn't have the typical jock personality of like, oh, I pull bitches, mm-hmm. this and that. Like you just, you were the nice one. And that's why you're the only one left that I really talked to, you know? <laughs> we lasted this long. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, Without a no, few bumps wish... in the way. And I, I'll always apologize and feel horrible about that. But yeah. No, it's okay. I told you they always come back, just like the, the other podcast said, you know, some <laughs> of them last, some of them don't last. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever blame yourself for any of that though. Like honestly, you're a heck of a human and like definitely one of the few friends that's been with me through everything, including uh the period where we didn't talk because I was just going through a ton of stuff and just kind of like shut everyone out, which is funny because I couldn't do that as a goalie. But um yeah. <laughs> if only I could shut pucks out like I shut humans out at some points in my life, I would be in the NHL right now. Making, yeah, man. Making two hundred times what I make right now, but you know what? It is what it is. It just wasn't in the, the cards for me. I guess. The next Braden yeah. Holpe, right there. Or like Jake Ottinger, just, who just goes straight to the league, or Spencer Knight, who goes straight to the league at nineteen. You know. Yeah. That Something we could never do. Clearly. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. I was <laughs> nineteen, and uh, you know, getting picked pretty much last overall by whatever team needed a goalie in beer league. Uh, the duality of a man you know you have people that are at one end of the spectrum like super talented athletes that are cracking the league at 18 and then you have people that are you know just strapping them on for the first time at 30 or you know people that uh, try out during high school and you know it just never fizzles out no matter how hard they try but you know another lesson I wish I would have learned too back then is just have fun while it lasts like when yeah, I look back, man. what little I remember from hockey, I don't remember scores. I don't remember when I look back at those days, I don't remember scores. I don't remember uh games per se. It, it's funny because like when I have conversations with some people that I still do talk to, for all I know, they're making everything up about the game that happened. You know, they'll be like, yo, you remember that one game I laid that guy out and then I like took the puck in. Uh, started bouncing it on my stick, went behind the net and pulled like a Trevor Zegers. Do you remember that? No. No. I don't remember that. For all I know, uh, that could have, that honestly probably never, ever happened. But, you know, you could probably <laughs> pull that one on me. I, I don't remember anything. Because what I do remember is I remember just the fun times. I remember uh, like the first time you and I met, we were doing warm-ups outside. And I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, like, the end of every warm-up we did at my high school was we pretty much like ran a lap around the parking lot and then like ran back to the building what we were supposed to some people walked it but like my way of getting ready and jazzed up to go and possibly uh get a concussion and tear my groin was I'm gonna sprint as fast as I can and I like remember looking over and there's some blonde girl in flip-flops next to me I'm like oh heck no you're not beating me (laughs) um and then, like, I think we got to the door, and I just, like, opened it for you, and you're, like, I really don't like being called this name anymore, but you're, like, Gally? And I'm, like, 
uh yeah and you're like yo i'm Allie. we've been talking for i'm like oh shoot what's up yeah like, yeah i don't remember a minute of us on the ice really no. i remember stuff like that yeah and that's and the I think stuff you should remember that that's the biggest takeaway to be 100 percent honest is like don't take it seriously i mean even if you do have fun with it because just like you said i don't remember games to save my life but i remember the trips down to phoenix i remember seeing you guys afterwards you know i remember hanging out with y'all and i mean like that's the thing too is like i remember that exactly running up to you guys you know and you guys would always like chirp me when we were walking in they're like yeah you suck and i'm like yeah you suck too you know like it was always the fun it was never it was never like us losing i mean we lost you guys all the time but (laughs) it was did beat us once i don't remember that I don't play, but I think you guys actually did beat us once. Well, every time I played Joel, I honestly didn't pay attention, and I probably just, like, skated oh. next to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's why I say you might have. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, it was the fun times, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't the, the win or the loss of the game, for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, you know, obviously, I think you kind of like talked about it a little earlier about, you know, how I guess I was like the anomaly of, you know, the one guy that kind of treated you right. What advice would you give to dudes who are maybe entering a co-ed sport and how they could possibly foster or make a a female uh, teammate feel like they're welcome and they're really one of the team or a part of the team, you know, one of the guys, even though genetically they're not, but, you know. I mean, honestly, treat them like you would a homie. Mm -hmm. I mean, treat like, you know, don't treat them differently just because they're a female. Of course, don't be a freaking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, don't be like, yo, what's up? And then like try to like, you know, chest bump them or something. So we do have, you know, boobs and that hurts. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, like, don't treat us differently. You know, don't Mm -hmm. don't hit us puck softer because we're females or like even if okay you know there's girls playing football now in high school which is cool you know there's dudes that are doing cheerleading you know good for y'all but I would say just treat everyone equally and I mean Mm -hmm. have a crush on or something good for you bro but don't try because half the time Mm -hmm. she's just there to play the damn sport you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and that was one of my biggest struggles is like as I got older the guys started to see me more as like an object to kind of Mm -hmm. fuck around with teammate and that kind of just sucked because it it it, t- it put a riff in between us, you know, just because if you didn't say yes to what they wanted, then they'd fuck around with you. You know what I mean? Like on the ice or there was one time they like locked me out of my locker room, you know, and I couldn't get in because I didn't have any of my stuff and I was half naked. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that where, where just treat them like a teammate treat them like one of the boys if you're playing a, if a girl is playing a boy sport and if a you know if girls if you have a guy in your sport treat them like a, however they want to be treated if they want to be treated like a girl treat them like a girl <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't know i don't know on that one but i know my version you know just treat them like a homie man for sure yeah right right yeah exactly <laughs> like you can blur you can blur the gender lines and just be homies like yo yeah. right here this is an example of it yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Oh man, yeah. I'm sorry they did that to you. That's that's horrible. I feel bad that that ever happened to you, honestly. No, nah, that's why that's why you still exist, man. You were the you were the one of few that that didn't uh yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. For, you're much appreciated. Of course, I got you. Um 
Yeah, shoot. Um, I think we're about to like run out of time anyway with this call. Uh, anything else you wanted to add or think we should have talked about? No, I want to thank you though. I, I appreciate of course, you yeah. for being hey, there with me. Through it. Back at you. I mean, obviously we've been through a lot. It's been God almighty, like almost 10, it's getting closer on that scale to 10 years. Lots changed since yeah. then. I mean, shoot, you lived in three different States. Uh, I've been to like five different addresses. <laughs> We know yeah. four addresses, um, and that's just been just this year, but that's a whole sidebar for maybe another time. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, back at you, and yo, thanks for letting me hop on your podcast. Uh, what you're doing is really cool, and I, I definitely am learning a lot more about you, and I think that what you're doing is really uh, speaking to a lot of topics that need to be spoken to and shedding a lot of light on some stuff, you know, and like the name is interesting in and of itself, like one Halsey lyric or Halsey track, that's really cool. Um, but like the other thing too, is, you know, like error in my code, I'm like, no, there's no error in your code. Your code is what makes you unique. There's, you know, it's funny. There's the binary code in coding, but like, you know, I think that's, you can have all these combinations of binary numbers and that's what makes you unique. So don't ever think that about yourself. There's just be who you are and, you know, do what makes you happy. So long as it's not like right drugs or anything like that. Right back at you, emo kid. Hey, always. <laughs> <laughs> well be true to yourself and i mean you know i appreciate you and they'll yeah. see they'll see more of you on this podcast because uh you're the you're the one that knows how to speak to it so <laughs> <laughs> you mean hear more of me <laughs> yeah there you go, there you go. <laughs> all right cool well, it was great catching up with you uh best luck with uh, the rest of this and uh, uh can't wait to hop back on appreciate you have a wonderful evening back at you peace out